Hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of Tea Time with me, Charlie. And me, Megan. Hi, I'm feeling very high energy today. If you cannot tell, I'm very thoughtful <laughs> in how I'm speaking. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right for this week. Dear oh, me. God. <laughs> what are you drinking today, Megan? Let's uh, let's get get our drinks out the way. I'm drinking a Rockstar Passion Frutas. What are you drinking, Charlie? I'm drinking because I've run out of lemonade. What a <gasps> No. I've run out of lemonade on the one day that I need my lemonade, and I'm drinking blackcurrant squash, which is no good for me. And I don't I mean, like it, but I'm drinking it because it's in my house. So yay. I was going to say, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm one of these people who has like one-tenth water, nine-tenths concentrate. Oh, no. I need my squash strong. I need, oh. Oh, I okay, that's strong, too like, strong. I like, like I need my men strong. Mm. <laughs> Speaking strong, of men, <laughs> strong and I can put like a bit, of, a bit, of, bit of look on my face. Mm. Bit of info about me, listeners. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of men, we are discussing dating this week. Uh, we've put out little polls for our listeners to polls, questions, questions. answers, English. Q and A thingies, you know. I'm not, I'm yeah. not down, I'm not down with da kids, but those question thingies, we put those out for our lovely listeners to send us questions about dating, what they think about dating, whether they like it, whether they hate it, what would they do, all of these kind of things. And we've got, we've just got lots to talk about because oh, we do <laughs> because um, both of us are quite lucky and we are lustful with love. And you know we've both been in we've both been in some quite serious relationships now, and yep. you know some of us longer than half a decade, others <laughs> half a year, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. Ages longer are... than half a year, rude. <laughs> well, you know. and fight you, <laughs> please. Anything for physical contact right now. <laughs> but yeah, we are both in relationships with people, so. Yeah, it's been a long ass time since I dated, and I have my I have my set ideas on what dating was slash is. Yeah, like when I started dating, I was seventeen, and obviously seventeen year olds they don't know how to fucking date. So, <laughs> you know, my idea um, of a, my idea of a date then was you know oh thanks you bought me a drink back to your car let's do it kind of thing and that was it but oh, I never no. actually did that though I'm clear I'm, I'm a good boy I never did that I I'm just, glad I'm glad to hear that <laughs> you know I just yeah I was more sensible than that but that was my general idea of what a date normally consisted of I and always had like, like romantic ideas I was always like oh mm. it's gonna be so this that and the other and then like my first ever date was uh I was asked out and I ended up paying for the entire bill and didn't do anything that exciting since then it's improved you know I get really looked after by my other half but I swear to god never dating never again (laughs) never again and dating dating is just a really awkward time but it's like a necessary time in a in a relationship because yeah you know you know you need it's there for you to get to know each other for you to you know like start to build on something and it's it's like 
I don't think dating should just be for love. Like, I think it should be dating as friends as well. Like, people who, two people who get together and they go on, they go out for a drink together or they go and do something together. That's technically a date, you know? Oh, my God, how many dates have we been on? (laughs) Me and you have been on more dates than we have been on, you know, the more spacemen have been on the moon. We've been on... Oh, my gosh, maybe my first date was actually with you then. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm so honoured. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do think also when it comes to dating, like when you first go on a date with somebody, you get a feeling like you your stomach kind of gives you an indication of how good or bad it's going. Yeah. Like I went on a date and my stomach was in knots the entire time. Mm-hmm. Then the time I met Will, I felt completely comfortable. Like yeah. I went home to my mom, like, what is wrong with me? Is this yeah. normal? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when I when Jack and I started dating at first there is that there is that like anxious like butterfly feeling and yeah and you know is it's it is that oh how is the evening going to go down kind of thing is it mm. going to go is it going to go well am I going to tell him that I'm you know a madman and I own six cats or you know <laughs> all these all these things you know you do it does just rush through your head but sometimes all it takes is to know is that first five ten minutes with someone to realize yeah actually this is going to go well I feel comfortable yeah and that's I had that very similar feeling with like you had with Jack the very just within about five ten minutes of me being you know sat at the dinner table with him was like yeah this is going to be okay and yeah I think that people need to hear that though because I like throughout my life it was normalized that you're supposed to have butterflies and mm-hmm. being not the entire date until I went out with Will and it was comfortable and I'm like this yeah. is what it should be if you were in knots your stomach is giving you a big signal to get out <laughs> yeah did like get the fuck out of there unless it's someone obviously like I think for both of us we were in that we had kind of had a bit of an adva- advantage with when it came to actually going on dates with these people like you know we with with Jack I'd known him briefly through my employment with I was working at the same place he was and I got to know him a little bit that way which made it a little bit more comfortable and I think with you obviously shoot me down if I'm bullshitting but (laughs) you know I I think with you and Will it did you know you did have all that time to like chat through lockdown but when it came to actually dating dating Mm. you had you had come to know each other a little bit and you kind of knew a little bit more about the person than saying a complete stranger off tinder or whatever yeah well we were we were where <laughs> we met uh, a week i think it was about a week after talking on tinder mm. um big up tinder i gave up on bumble tinder came through <laughs> but yeah we, it was about a week of talking i think and then we met up so we knew each other a little bit but then yeah. lockdown hit after we met the second time and mm. we got all that time to get to know each other so yeah. you are a little bit right <laughs> yeah but you know obviously I'm, I'm like I'm obviously a granny at this point in terms of in terms of dating I've not been on an actual date like a proper date since like four years ago now like, like Jack and I, we, we, we have we have like our own thing date. to do yeah like we don't we don't consider them dates anymore we consider them nights out or trips yeah. out, you know because we have our own kind of thing but yeah. yeah 
I think with lockdown, me and Will haven't had the opportunity to like do as many fun things as we'd perhaps like. We went to see Van Gogh exhibition and that was pretty cool. See that in my eyes it was like a perfect date because it's Oh it was brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, date dating, you know, I think a lot of people they look forward to doing it, but when it actually comes comes around to doing it, it's harder than it sounds it's harder to because not only do you have to put yourself out there you put yourself past your comfort zone yeah you you have to you know you have to and I think a lot of people are guilty of it you pretend to be a person you're not because you yeah I think that's really sad and it's like no bitch be yourself if he doesn't like (laughs) the fact that you fart for your bit for your meal he's not for you I'm sorry. That is concerning. <laughs> but at the same time, like, you know, there is someone out there for everyone. Yeah. You know, and I think it's... the thing is, there's no point having a false front. If you can't love yourself and be yourself, mm-hmm. then what, it, you're, what you're projecting to somebody needs to be, like, authentic to yourself. You can't just false keep somebody happy because mm-hmm. at some point, like, at some point in the relationship, you're going to have to, to or you're going to forget mm-hmm. who you are and then you're going to yeah. fall out of love with them because you aren't your authentic self. Yeah, exactly. See, and this is why America TV writers listening, this is why America rom- American rom-coms don't work mm. and they shouldn't work because, you know, you get the main protagonist pretending to be like, oh, they're, they've got God shoved up, shoved up their ass. But then it comes <laughs> out, actually, no, they're human like everyone else. And, you know, yeah. and then the relationship, like somehow magically continues and it's like no no because that's that's glorifying lying to your other half about who you are and yeah I'm not down for that I'm sorry just no no lying no no, no just if you don't like someone be honest with them you know if, yeah. you, if you don't you know I think a lot of the time people would appreciate if you're on a date with someone if you're you know you're sat there at the, at the table and you know you you feel that the conversation isn't going the way you where you feel and you don't feel that you would want to continue this then you do, then it's better just to say I'm sorry I don't feel like this is yeah like comfortable or whatever but at the same time I have literally no filter when it comes to things like that so I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I, think I, better, though, I think it's better to be brutally honest yeah, but it takes a lot of courage to be brutally honest, and a lot of people does. these days don't it have does. that. But we do have the influence of pickup lines, which we people do. use to help. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite pickup line, and I'm pretty sure it came from Futurama, actually. That yeah. um, I'm, I say I think so. I'm not entirely sure. Don't don't quote me. But I might not remember, but I'm hoping I do. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite one is. Um, oh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's uh, Brannigan. He asked Leela, uh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? And she says, no, but I scraped my knees when I climbed up through hell. And it's just like, <laughs> I could be completely wrong. I don't think it's that. Actually, now I think I'm not it. sure. I don't think it is that. But I don't know, but he has like pickup lines for days. That that's a... <laughs> None of them work because they're all, <laughs> they're all so sexist. And no. Wrong, oh. Phone ringing. Oh my god! Meg, by the way, this—it's not the phone. Megan just decided to give us a piano recital in the middle of a podcast. She's so oh kind. God. <laughs> scared me like I was doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I don't know. My favourite line that I've had used on me was when I worked at the fairground. And mm. you work on a lot of prize stands and you always get that one person that comes up like, hey, if I win this prize, do I get to choose you because you're in the stand? And you're like, no, <laughs> I'm a person, not an object. <laughs> yeah. um, we, uh, there was one that we looked, we discussed and about, and what, what was it, about, about clothes. What would your outfit, uh, your outfit would look better on my bedroom floor, that one? Yeah, oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and quick as a flash like I just I, I just said and you and you would look better in the trash with them <laughs> like, like, honestly yes like literally like I'm sorry that if you if you think that oh that that is also an issue with dating that I think a lot of people especially men because men suck they you know they do literally like objectify the women because yeah. they've been taught that if they speak in a certain way to them, that will gain their trust and that will mean, lead to a night of fornicating. Like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Respect the woman, respect oh. her boundaries. If she says no, fuck off, get a beer and cry about it at home while you're having a top <laughs> Do it yourself. Oh, it yourself. I think if the pickup lines were more creative and ones that hadn't been heard or like specific to that person, it would perhaps work better. But when they're like generic, like someone better call God, he's missing an angel. You just think, yeah. yeah. See, I'm that kind of me. person. I'm that kind of person. I'd just be like, I killed God. <laughs> no. <Next>. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I used to just resolve things when they'd be like, start talking, you'd be like, I have no phone or like, fake engagement ring <laughs> yeah, like, sorry you know yeah i'm taken by the lord <laughs> i'm t- yeah there's only one man i respond to and his name is whatever you know like <laughs> and oh, oh, dear me. my favorite well, was the one time i did get at work uh they like was talking to me and that and then asked for my number and i was like i don't mm-hmm. have a phone i'm sorry um, I don't believe in having a phone. And then a couple of minutes later, my boss called me <laughs> to pick up the phone. <laughs> and then I was like, it's a company phone. <laughs> it's the phone that belongs to the stand, not mine. <laughs> yeah. See, and I had one that I thought of, and it's it's from Friends. It's like, yeah. um, someone asks her name, um, it's from Phoebe. Someone asks Phoebe's name and they say, and she's like, oh my name's Phoebe and she said and obviously that that she was into this guy but this guy was like oh that name sounds really nice and she said oh you should hear my number (laughs) and it's like (laughs) see Phoebe I would happily Mm. yes like she was she was king of the dates in Friends so no more king (laughs) queen sorry oh no that's brilliant though but I just, I don't know. Dates are so, such a like strange environment. They are, and like the whole choice of who pays and what pays and what yeah. the situation is. Like we had a good discussion before about this. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like obviously, it's it's there's always a toss up between who pays the bill, and or who pays the tip or whatever, at the end of a date because obviously that can be perceived and I think that, again this is the patriarchy and all of this being fucking wrong yeah but the the man the man should pay for the date 
so then the woman can gratify him yeah. with the sexual pleasure later. And it's like, no, 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 no. And I think, you know, I think whoever asks the person out, like you said, and I agree with you, that whoever asks the person out should be the one to pay the bill. So you don't, it, you know, if say if me and Jack were like, you know, young and you know, dating, you're not that old. Oh, see. I may look young. View it. Listeners can't look, can't see how I look, but my complexion might be that of a young, you know, young twenty-something person. However, I've lived for twenty million years. <laughs> I just oh, bathe in the blood of lambs. You know. Right there goes our vegan audience, if we have any. <laughs> Sorry, vegans. I don't. I I highly respect you. However, yeah. But no, don't do it. <laughs> like, if me and Jack were dating still and yeah. he asked me out and then expected me to pay for the bill oh honestly like, uh no honey you can walk home i'm sorry <laughs> you know and yeah. but at the same time this is obviously me and jack have been to get together for a number of years now and yeah. you know we've got we come to an agreement that oh one person will pay the bill this time and the other pays the tip and then we swap and, and it's like, so we're not, it's not just one person relying on the other all the time. But, yeah. you know, it's, there's, it, again, it's such a expectation for one person to pay the bill. Yeah, like, oh, I think it's always expected that men should pay. Yeah. Which is it, quite awful. Like, I'm, I'm an independent. <laughs> yeah. I say that. Um, I'm fairly independent as in I'm quite happy to pay. I don't have a problem with that at all. Unless I'm broke, then I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but... but I do have <clears throat> the belief that if you ask somebody to go somewhere, you should pay. Unless yeah. it's decided that it's equally split. Like, mm-hmm. There's no problem with that either. But no. I don't um... know. I have had it on a date before where it's like been asked out and then I've paid and yeah. then you've kind of left like right yeah the worst part was they didn't make any decisions on this date they asked me out and then we're like right so what what do you want to do and you're like first impressions you didn't make any plans and you asked me out and then you made me pay and you don't want to you want to live to see the weekend (laughs) in many ways in many ways that would that's a clever not clever but it's a it's an interesting tactic that oh I'll ask this person out and then we'll just do what they want to do throughout the day you know gets them on your like like oh that's I mean, so yeah. kind of you however should have fucking paid like you know but the problem I will with pay it for whatever all you is like right the problem is I'm an indecisive Libra okay some people don't care for horoscopes but I'm indecisive I couldn't decide my outfit unless I have like you know a few hours notice don't mm-hmm. get me on a date and then be like where are we going unless you want to die <laughs> <laughs> see this is why me me and you are just such good friends because you're indecisive and i'm too decisive i'm just like right let's go here let's go here yeah let's go here <laughs> that's why yeah, we i kind of just follow spent, like yes <laughs> yeah, this is why we spent more money see more money than anything at uni and i take full blame for that because that was me no there was days where I was actually decisive but a majority of the time I'm indecisive so when I get asked out and they're like don't know what to do I'm like (laughs) heavy breathing but I don't know there has been times where it's like 
I've wanted to do something so like with Will it's like I've wanted to do something and then we'll go places mm. and I'll like pay bits yeah. and then like he wants to or we'll end up fighting and I'll be like I want to pay and he'll be like no I want to pay and he'll be like no bitch let me pay <laughs> like bitch let me fucking pay <laughs> <laughs> gets violent violently aggressively throws card <laughs> <laughs> yeah no just that's it's, healthy right <laughs> yeah it I just hate the you know the bureaucracy of dating like I think it should be dating should just be an environment for two people to enjoy time with each other or not depending on how they sway and <laughs> like you know they should be get, it should be an environment for these two people to get to know each other and yeah. choose to whether they want to be they want to carry on seeing each other or they don't and this is what bugs me about the TV show First Dates. I hate it. I fucking hate it because oh, it's like these people that they get on First Dates, apart from the teenage First Dates, which is, I genuinely believe these are their first fucking dates. But yeah. with the adult version, I haven't seen somebody in two years. Then it's not your first fucking date, is it? <laughs> Move the fuck along. I mean, it's the first date with that said person. Still? doesn't doesn't constitute <laughs> my books and something I just find that so bad and then you watch as they like oh they get so annoyed about the bill at the end like some women get yeah. really defensive like they want to pay it because they want to be like independent and the men like yeah. don't like it and then some women are like refusing to pay because they're taught that yeah. that's you know see the, the sooner we start teaching children that not to expect like no not to expect anything from the other and be independent enough to make that decision for yourself exactly. the better like I'm sorry that I know that I was always brought up as you, you know obviously I don't know whether it's just my family because my family are bleh, but <laughs> they like I was always taught that you know you talk to the person and you come to a, new, a mutual decision before yeah. you make it before you just rashfully make a decision yeah and with that kind of thing that's why me and Jack discuss when we pay it before we pay the bill who's paying it would you like to split it I can pay for it this time you know we and this whole part of the being in a relationship with someone you have to have yeah. those discussions I think um, it is healthy to have those conversations and discuss like budgets mm-hmm. and other bits like um it, it's just one of those where it starts out and helps for the throughout the relationship because you get an idea of what things are going to be in the give and the take and it, yeah. it's better than being like no I'm doing it because it, yeah. it's not a team effort then mm. but yeah I don't know. Uh, we we did have some questions and stuff sent in I think we I think we should are we going to do the that. people's questions or look at the top questions on google <laughs> um let's look at the people's questions first and then we'll do the okay. top quote top, the top google <laughs> I think googled questions is always hilarious oh they are yeah well yeah okay so questions from our listeners starting from the top why do people say they are open to love then say they want you but they are actually still out fishing this question's really hard to read i won't lie (laughs) okay so i'm just going to screw my um my brain on just for a second (laughs) so basically if a i think it very much depends on age and commitment that a lot of people who are on a say dating app such as tinder or bumble or grinder or scruff or whatever a lot of these people these platforms are there not 
mainly for dating. However, yeah. they are mainly there as breeding grounds for mult- multiple sexual partners, purely yeah. because of the of how easy it is to to judge someone's intentions. Yeah. And by the sounds of this question, it sounds like this person is mixing with a kind with one of these people who uses these platforms or uses who is afraid of commitment really yeah it does sound that way it's the fact that they say uh they're open to love and they want you but they're still out fishing they don't want you if they're still out fishing they just want they just want the fish that's in your tights or your trousers either that or it's one of those where they want a fallback person yeah but they aren't ready to be with that fallback person because they're still fishing but if the fishing mm-hmm. doesn't go well they want to come back like just leave them out to fish let them hang out to dry <laughs> yeah leave them out to fish because i'm sorry i'm sorry that 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 shows and i'm i hate to be judgmental in that in this way but it shows that you don't love yourself enough to realize that this person yeah. isn't doing isn't there 100 for you so yeah, why should not you respect him yeah you know they're not respecting you or your boundaries and that is you know a no that's just a big no in my books but also call them out on it call (laughs) them out and be like look why the fuck are you fishing i'm right fucking here you know you want some fish have some the thing is even if they did come back you wouldn't trust them because in the back of your mind they're still out looking for something yeah exactly that leads us to our next question do all men cheat all men are scumbags. Next question. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Not all men. I know that there's pr- and there's bound to be that one person that says, not all men. I know not all men. I'm that's, not fucking stupid. Me. I have a degree. Anyway, <laughs> that I think it depends on age and again, commitment. A lot of men, especially if they're younger, you know, yeah. the men, they stop, they hit their sexual peak at somewhere between the ages of 19 to 26 yeah so that sort of age a a a, a man a man yeah but uh, i'm i'm gonna say it for scientific terms i don't mean it in any offensive way a biological man so someone who is has grown up from being a young a young boy to full full adulthood as a man yeah they that the the raging hormones that are, that are going around their body they are creating an awful lot of thoughts of set of of sex of infidelity and all of these kinds of things because there's the sexual peak men are in that sexual peak and because of that the idea of sex and and procreation overrides any kind Mm -hmm. of emotion and it's not obviously i can't excuse these men's idea these men's like thoughts ever because you know (laughs) The, the, they should really have the ability to make the con- conscious decision as to do I need to do this or yeah. not and obviously I'm, I don't want to make excuses for men at all because like I said men are scumbags but I think the other thing is there are a lot more temptations out there now mm-hmm. and the internet is a wide vast place where yes. people get lost and the problem is cheating can be so like it can be a lot of things these days mm-hmm. you don't necessarily even have to be like going places I know people that have gone like absolutely crazy when their partners like liked a picture of another woman and you think yeah. 
damn. <laughs> yeah, and it, and again, this is this is this comes from the fear of commitment in a lot of t- a lot of times that yeah that some people fear that that commitment will go away and that's why they kick a fuss over you know liking a post or whatever and then there's the complete opposite where they're so fearful of 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 it that they sleep around and they become an absolute slut which is yeah fair enough but at the same time it's just bad when you uh you (laughs) when your suspicions are true and you go no (laughs) yeah but men it is um obviously i've never dated a woman so i wouldn't know women are just as bad i'd say I know and I don't want to be the one to say that women are probably just as bad however I feel that with men it's more it is it's a lot more direct it's not yeah. so it's it's more that it is for gratification of one way or another whereas with women yeah. in my in my in I'm again I'm just saying from my point of it's view it's okay I'm here I know, I know. <laughs> but for, I think from women's point of view it's it is because you know they're they're looking that they're looking for something different More. than what they have rather than yeah. the, the need of gratification i just think it's sad like listen right anybody who's listening don't go out and cheat just leave yeah like, if you're not happy parties, just, just leave <laughs> yeah, just leave unless you are in a relationship where leaving is not possible then you send yeah. those signals to get people to realize that you need help because yeah that is not that shouldn't be happening no but on a lighter subject subject. uh, the next question is best place to go on a date oh best place to go on a date somewhere the zoo zoo? i would (laughs) say somewhere neutral somewhere that is a neutral space that's public because yeah purely but purely right i think right now that a lot of people would think oh yeah a date at such and such's house it you know I go to dinner with their parents or whatever is that's what constitutes a good enough date I think that it needs to be in a mutual space a neutral space where you are both you you both come to a certain level of you know not discomfort but you both you are both meeting each other in a set in the similar environment I think it yeah. needs to be something where there's not there's no pressure on either of you to perform, because yeah. I think if there is pressure for one or two for either of you to perform, that can dampen the actual date itself. And yeah. I think finally, a place where you know you both mutually agree upon, not not because oh someone suggests it, I'll just go along, you know. Yeah. That's, again, have that conversation. Just be like. I want to go on a date with you um but I would like it for it to be a place where we both enjoy it we yeah. know what what are you kind of into and it get again it starts that conversation as to getting that getting to know what other person likes whether yeah. you might be interested in it and sometimes sometimes all it takes is that conversation to realize that you both actually just want to sit in a basement somewhere and you know <laughs> play video games till 3 a.m which is perfect. i mean but from that you can choose where you go next so then yeah. you can pick more interesting places like exactly. the zoo, <laughs> yeah, the zoo. yes with just the, or the or... ikea ikea is a good day oh my god day. ikea no because i just end up in the soft toy section we've had this discussion <laughs> before <laughs> but at the same time though 
Soft toys are fun. And Ikea is fun. But... We need that teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. We do. We need the dump comp or whatever it's called. But that massive bear. <laughs> the massive bear that looks really sad. And but yeah. I think I think yeah, somewhere neutral. Somewhere that's that. <laughs> yeah, somewhere that's mu- a mutual agreement with, between you both and some that somewhere that doesn't give either of you the pressure to perform in a certain way. Yeah. That's a really solid advice. That was bad English, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Someone who's not dated in some in some years, I do have some good ideas, you know. Well, I started dating when like the world went into crisis, so mm-hmm. me and Will were just stuck with the zoo. <laughs> missing option. <laughs> we didn't go to the zoo, no. When we started going out, there was like nothing open. I think it was just like the supermarkets and stuff. Oh. So we just went on like a drive about. I love a good supermarket date can't see I'm again I'm one of these people that I just drag I'm and I'm I feel sorry for him because I do it all the time but I take I take Jack and I just drag him around Tesco's it's like oh Tesco's is great they make cheesecake and he's just like yeah cheesecake (laughs) this is why we don't go shops anymore because it gets expensive (laughs) it gets expensive hella quick it does (laughs) but the next question is how do you keep a conversation without Oh shoot, I read it wrong. No, I did read it. Let's start again. Let's How start do again. you keep a conversation going without coming across as clingy? How do you I think sometimes a conversation can go it can keep going if you're passionate about something. But then again, yeah. it's again it's that fight finding it's reading the room, reading the situation that if you think you're on a date with someone who would like to hear about every episode of the Big Bang ever then yeah. do so however if you you know it's, it's judging on that person like you know it's 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 all about you know it, it is just <laughs> about reading that person as best as possible yeah. or, I think also it depends on where the conversation is held so if the conversation is like over social media mm-hmm. perhaps give it a couple of minutes before like racing to answer or if yeah. they haven't answered for like a couple of hours do not be sending them a message every 10 minutes <laughs> yeah and definitely definitely don't send them any obscene pictures because that will definitely end a conversation there and then oh oh no the worst part is me and charlie are both fine artists so we've seen mm-hmm. everything because we've had to draw it for life drawing so i have seen well <laughs> as i i'm as, as a famous saying that once you've seen one penis you've seen them all because they all look fucking alike and it's true <laughs> I've not done my fair. Sh- I've not done my fair share of window penis shopping. However, the ones I have seen, they don't look very. They they all look very similar. So it's like, oh okay, it's just that one might lean slightly this way, or one might look slightly longer, or one might just be slightly older. You know, you never oh, know. No. But, I think that's like one of the funniest things, though. Like neither of us have particularly really like been out there and been sent. Well, I can't speak for you, but I've never really been no. sent that many pictures. I've been sent unsolicited ones a couple of times, and then I quickly blocked them. Mm. Um, but I've seen more because of, like, life drawing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, don't send that in a conversation either. That, that Because that will end the, the conversation. <laughs> that will definitely end the conversation oh no the next question how do you know if someone is gay what are the signs how do you know if someone is gay as a gay man myself see i have many many things that tell me i like how you got comfortable then (laughs) oh 
because this is my territory, I'm just like, yes, bitch, I got to talk about myself. And the, I have many things that tell me when someone is gay. However, I don't necessarily look for them anymore because I don't need to. No, but you don't. <laughs> I, you know, I don't need to because I know that my other half is because he's with but me. But you need to help this listener out because they right. need to know. What are the signs? <laughs> right. One of the things that I always look for, look, I always look for, I used to look for, <laughs> Is, is how well they're dressed because yeah. men especially now men are so fragile over their masculinity and they will do anything to protect it so if it means that they're hit that they have to wear you know chavy ass shoes and I'm yes I'm calling you out Nike I know we will never do a partnership <laughs> but I'm sorry your shoes are chavy but oh, if they're wearing no. chavy Nikes or if they're wearing tracksuit bottoms or not saying the tracksuit bottoms aren't comfortable but a lot of the time they're used as comfort you know men men know that they can get comfortable straight men in particular they can be comfortable they wear because they know they just know it will be accepted whereas someone who is more of the homosexual tendency like me they would (laughs) like to dress up a little bit they like to inject their personality into what they wear yeah so something I always used to look out for was how clean their shoes were if their shoes were well kept for and they were decent branded shoes and I'm again Nike shut up uh, <laughs> again if they're like um, nice branded shoes or if they're you know slightly bigger heel than normal or you know it's just those subtle details that people that you know it's like oh maybe they might be slightly inclined to yeah. homosexual tendencies um but again the best thing to do is just ask them What's the yeah. worst they can say? No. And if they are homophobic yep. to you, they don't deserve your love. I'm sorry. That's just, you know. I think, yeah. But also, maybe be on social, me- social platforms where you can discuss and talk to other gay people rather than, yeah. being, rather than being on social media sites such as Tinder. Because I, obviously I've not been on Tinder and I never, ever will. But from what I gather, that is a very heterosexual normative platform it's it mainly promotes straight relationships the opposite gender obviously I know you probably can choose the same sex gender and you probably can find someone on there however maybe look for other platforms that specialize in LGBT dating I can yeah I know that there's I know there's a couple out there which that literally is just for LGBT people where just forums where they can discuss something and you get to know people that way and then you know already already where you stand yeah you can Uh, put your preferences on a lot of these sites but yeah yeah just just asking and making sure and as someone who is a gay man and again I get to talk about myself so I love it that if someone came up to me and said I'm sorry I just want to ask are you gay I'd be like oh honey of course I fucking am you know like and I death drop (laughs) and I twirl out of there you know, I but the same, obviously, I I would probably break my back if I ever tried that. <laughs> That's what I'm but, saying. I'm like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it. <laughs> but no, I'm I wouldn't be offended if someone asked me because I identify as that. They're just asking what I identify as, and if I did get offended about that, that means I'm insecure in myself. Yeah. So, you know, if they do, if you you know, most people are quite respectful, and if you say, if you do ask them 
I'm sorry, are you gay? You know, and then they all yeah. the one they could say is no, I'm not. And they probably ask you what made you think I was. And then you could just be like, oh no, I just wanted to know. That is it. I Boom. think you're yeah. very attractive. <laughs> I think you have a big penis. I could see it through your grey sweatpants. Okay, oh. that is not <laughs> that is not a good way. No, don't, don't say use that. Charlie's <laughs> don't say that because that would probably get you beaten up. Um, and we don't want okay, that, that because the we, next question how do you ask someone out how do you ask someone out oh not like think, charlie not like me just just jump in both feet ask them out just do it just be like do you want to go out with me hi i really like you, you i know. mean i think you obviously need to don't do that get to know really so nice. i don't know <laughs> i think honestly i've had people message before like let's go out and you're like who who are you who are you I think it's good to get a conversation going and then at some point be like I'd really like to meet you um I think that's what Will actually said (laughs) something along the lines of I'd really like to meet you Mm. and something that way so it's like instead of being like let's go out (laughs) yeah get to know the person first you know strike up a conversation get to know them like hi I'm you know I think you're quite pretty and or I think you're you'd be I'm really interested in the same things as you I'd really like to get to know you better and then see where it goes from there don't jump straight fit you know but unless obviously you know that person well enough to be to be like I have a crush on them they're in my class or they're in they study the same degree as me and we, we you know we have really nice conversations when we're in the hallway waiting for a lecture or whatever then jump both it in both feet and be like look I really quite like you. Would you like to go on a date with me? Although, is it a very <clears> good <throat> idea to date someone on the same course? No. <laughs> no. No. Well, at the I same mean, time, a though. lot of people have dated people from like the same industries and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. that works out fine. But yeah. there's always that fear that if things go wrong, your life can become very awkward. <laughs> and it can become very miserable very quickly <laughs> if you're on the receiving end of a lot of hate. So. Ow. <laughs> don't worry your agony aunt charlie will have your back <laughs> <laughs> um our final question from our listeners how do you know if the relationship is over i added an if in there but how do you know the relationship is over how do you know the re- relationship is is over yeah i think you usually so, get a feeling that everything's yeah normally you'd get a feeling that something has changed yeah and that you you know the maybe the conversations you have aren't meaningful anymore or maybe you you know you find that you've run out of things to talk about talk about with that person or maybe the just the the atmosphere around them is just not isn't positive anymore it's just not exciting you or you know it a lot of the times yeah a lot of the times relationships don't have to end negatively I think it's just you know I think it's just admitting obviously this again this is where conversations are really important to have that yeah if you have an open dialogue with your partner then you're more likely to get an understanding as to whether you you know whether you're on track with this person or whether you feel that this is coming to an end you know I think also relationships go through many phases Mm -hmm. so as Charlie was saying communication is really important it's good yeah. to have discussions and say this feels off or that feels wrong and then you can have a discussion about it and that will mm. give you more of an indication of whether they're going to leave you or what the situation is but a lot of the time it's like miscommunication or 
I don't know perhaps there's not enough effort in places and Hmm. it's all about the give and the take sometimes you need to sit back and ask the questions but I think Hmm. like I don't know sometimes you can feel it in your gut that it's over but yeah sometimes sometimes you do just have a feeling and you can just say look it is me I'm I'm I don't feel in this I don't feel comfortable in this relationship anymore or I don't feel this relationship is going anywhere anymore and yeah it will suck and it does hurt however there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there's always you know that you always come out afterwards maybe you might have a month or two that you stay inside you watch golden girls and you eat ice cream and you just cry a lot that's perfectly normal that's perfectly fine that is part of you you know you even though you might feel might be the one to initiate the end of a relationship it can still hurt you know oh yeah it can still yeah like you know it would be you accepting that at that time in your life is over and you want to move on from it and that is just like anything you have to go through the grieving process you have to you have to go through the process of getting over it building yourself up stronger repatching yourself up together and being comfortable in yourself again because you know obviously a lot of the times you put you know you've put so much in this person whether it be your feelings your emotions your penis you know you've done (laughs) all these things with these with these people and you 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 know those people have a part of you and that part of you does get ripped away and you have to refill that fill it that part that gets taken away with something like a new penis yeah a new car or whatever you know I'm sorry I'm just in the mood for penis I don't know why you need to behave man oh I'm sorry I'm so sorry we're talking just... about dating all this. All this. but you will get a general indicator and I, I feel like I'm just agony aunt today I'm just like come with me with your questions I will fulfill your needs I lo- in I'm, questions I'm... being answered not those needs because I'm not dating giving good answers though to be fair but I just think like when it comes to breakups because you put so much in and you meet their family and there's the give and the take and Mm -hmm. you sometimes put like your life goals towards that person so you'll like dream up ideology ideology you dream up ideas yeah yeah like where you want to go that's like the big things like I swear half the time the worst part of a breakup dependent on the person for me personally sometimes it's been like losing the parent <laughs> mm-hmm. losing the like, in-laws I, sometimes is what is worse than losing the actual person trust me oh yeah yeah we know <laughs> but <sighs> it's like I feel like with past ones I've had it good and bad with the parents yeah. and sometimes you're like yep yeah, don't care leaving it all behind and then other times you're like I don't actually miss that person but I miss, I miss their them. parents <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'm, I was with someone once who I felt like I it showed how much I cared for the actual person but yeah. I ended up hate, hate feeling crappy that I'd hurt them like his mum and dad than yeah than him and it's like it shows I had a much more meaningful relationship with his parents than my own yeah and made me question a lot of things about how I approach my family but yeah yeah, it's 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 not nice it will suck eat a tub of ice cream have that grieving time get put yourself out there when you're comfortable and if not you could just hook up that's perfectly fine that's perfectly acceptable 
Oh um, no. What do you think of the whole meeting the parents? Um, I think it mm, I think there's a lot of pressure to do it quite early on in a relationship. Yeah. I think it needs to be at a time when you're both comfortable for it. Like, yeah. you know, I think a lot of the time, especially when you're younger, because once you meet the parents, then the parents, oh gosh, the parents might like <laughs> give you a bit more like leeway with what you can and can't do with this person under their roof. Yeah. But, you know, it also shows how adult you are. You know, like as a person, you know, look, I have a person who I would like you to meet, mum and dad. You know, it is a very grown up thing. But I think there's an awful lot of pressure for it to be done early on. And I, I didn't meet Jack's parents till I'd been with him half a year. Yeah. Like, I was like, look, I want to meet your parents when you're ready for it. You know, not yeah. because you feel like you have to. I feel like, you know, I want you to introduce me into your house when you are comfortable not yeah. because I want a place to stay mm. <laughs> yeah I <clears throat> yeah I think it's really interesting though yeah. it's like with Will like when I met his parents honestly the loveliest people on the planet mm-hmm. um but I was a bit nervous about it because my past with meeting parents hasn't always been that great I met mm. um this guy's parents parent his mom and mm. I all I said to her was hello how are you and um behind my back she said I, I was a snob and stuck up <laughs> all I said was hello how are you it got me nervous to meet parents from then on but honestly like Will's parents were so lovely and kind and open to me but then it's like I don't know I think we both wanted to meet each other's parents which I think was really nice but I think sometimes mm. there is that like for a lot of people, it's like you get to that serious level when you meet the parents. Yeah, like that is it. It's like a step in, like, not so much the right direction, but a step in the more in a direction where it means your serious your relationship is becoming more serious. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously, like I said, it needs to be at a point when you're both comfortable to take that step. Yeah. And you know, like. Jack when it when I met his parents he'd only come out to his parents a week or so before oh goodness so for him that was a big step like you know yeah. I've come out to you because I want to show you who I'm in love with yeah. and you know that that for him is a is a really big step and you know for me obviously I was I was except you know I loved him anyway and I still do for you know waiting to when he was comfortable because that shows me that well and it still shows me that it showed me that he had that he know he feels comfortable to come to me and tell me I'm ready to do something yeah not feel pressured into it into it during a relationship because it I don't want it I don't ever want to make anybody feel that they have to do something just no. because they're in a relationship with me unless it's buying me nice presents and yeah you should because <laughs> hello so <laughs> Oh, no. I'm such a prima donna, can you tell? No. <laughs> oh. But should I do a quick run through of the top questions on Google? Can do. I, I must admit those questions we got sent in were very, very thorough questions. To Although, be fair, we have covered a majority of 
some of the similar but not the same yeah the only thing i would say is that you people who sent in these questions you need to really evaluate like how you feel in yourself right now because those questions were quite quite sad and quite unhappy questions and i think yeah, that we should have had like do... how are you gonna like i don't know i'm trying to think of questions now the best gift to give somebody <laughs> yeah. what's the best gift to give on a first date do you bring flowers do you do this do you do that do you put do you put out on the first night you know all those questions no no no, <laughs> no. You, well it depends if you feel that comfortable with someone and you feel that you want to take it a step further then do so it's up to you but don't feel like you have to um, i don't know the problem with that also is um through sex you uh there, there's like the um there's a thing isn't there where you get like bonded through it but it, mm -hmm. it's not like love it's lust so you get like yeah. lust bonded so you don't lust actually love the same yeah 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 <laughs> you know it's it is what it is in some cases but yeah those people who sent those questions in <laughs> i i i will probably won't be thinking about you tonight because obviously i have bigger things to worry about but I, my heart goes out to you guys I, it really they really do, it really yeah. does that it sounds like in a majority of these cases your relationships aren't going the way you would like them to so maybe maybe it might be time to just take a step back reevaluate who you mean who you mean to you yeah. and know your self-worth before back. putting yourself back out there yeah you should love yourself love yourself <laughs> and I'm not going to quote fucking RuPaul because I'm still mad at him but, <laughs> You know, I think I just laughed straight into the mic. I'm really just, sorry. <laughs> fine. Every time. Every time. That's fine. But no, thank you for everybody that did send in questions. That was really lovely. Because before that, we were going off of Google ones, and they are just as depressing. Yeah. Well, what are the Google ones? What are the most Googled questions? Well, uh, run what is ghosting? Google. Ghosting. Uh, sex fun. on a first date. Fun. Um, how to build trust in a relationship. Girl. Have those have those meaningful conversations. Um, how to get out of a toxic relationship and then leave. No, just leave. <laughs> how to get out um, of a toxic relationship. Identify what's making it a toxic relationship. See whether it's something that you are willing to not overlook because you should never overlook something that's toxic. Overlook, no. you should evaluate whether it's whether you are approaching it in the in the correct way if it yeah. doesn't feel right to you get the fuck out because if it's not right for you it's not right for anybody and if no. you can't signal for help signal for help I as think, much yeah. as possible it's a good idea to get out of the the loop though because sometimes mm -hmm. you will learn behaviors to survive and then you yep. may take those behaviors into the next relationship um so take some time to fix yourself. <laughs> well, not yeah. fix yourself, but recover mentally and physically from it mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, how do you know when it's over? We've covered that. How do you know um, when it's over when it's fucking over? <laughs> is my girlfriend or boyfriend cheating on me? Um, we've covered that one, I think. Cheat. Well, in terms of identifying whether something's cheating is noticing when something is different, whether it be yeah. that they're not sleeping, they're not, when you have, uh, when you make love with that person it's not as intense as it normally is or it's like 
all of a sudden they've ado- they've adopted a different technique like yeah you know i i was dating my one of my first boyfriends actually that all of a sudden like his like attitude towards sex really just changed drastically overnight and it was yeah. very like oh where's all of this suddenly come from and I it, it was later I found out that he had been cheating with this other guy who was very into uh, a lot of things that I were I wasn't but yeah. my boyfriend at the time would be it would adapt to do and that would and then it shaped his ideal of what sex was so oh gosh you know, yeah I think from my experience um if they're spending more time with that person like Mm -hmm. say if they say oh it's just a friend be very careful of the just a friends um (laughs) not always but um if they decide to go on holly holly on holly bobs holly bobs (laughs) they go on holiday if they go on holiday with the close friend or they decide to have a sleepover with a friend and you're an idiot and you haven't taken to those signs <laughs> oh no like yeah there's little things sometimes they slip up people slip yeah. up they're only human you'll soon figure it out um how do i ask someone out i think we've covered that one yeah um wow have they been on google looking at questions um <laughs> why is he not calling me back listen why is he not calling me back because he's probably playing fortnite with some children and um, no is there's a reason see again this is fragile masculinity for you and masculine men feel that it should be up to the woman or the other the significant other i'll leave it at that that yeah. they that is up to them to initiate contact with with the with them and i think that's again that's society's way of oppressing the other by yeah saying, but also um, it's a communication thing yeah and like i say it's a communication thing completely cut you off to say that Fine. <laughs> but <sighs> it is though it's a communication thing like they could be at work they could be doing something they could be mm-hmm. taking care of their grandma you don't know personal circumstances no. if they are being a dick and you see they're on social media then uh, and then yeah then approach approach the conversation with why the fuck are you ignoring me bitch i can see you're active you know (laughs) bitch if you were only this active on the phone (laughs) Um, the the next question was how to kiss (laughs) i i hate to tell you this guys but that's one you're gonna have to figure out on your own (laughs) do whatever's comfortable (laughs) do whatever's comfortable for you and your partner if your partner says no i don't want your tongue down my throat don't put your tongue down their throat if you don't want them to you know be to bite your lip then tell them don't bite it it's about having that communication and those conversations in place damn you were really on it today i'm so proud of you (laughs) i said when we started this oh i'm in the mood i'm in i'm in a i'm in a energetic mood i'm gonna i should be able to become a guru i fucking should you should and the next one is does he love me i think if you have to ask google Um, if you have to ask the world for that advice probably not (laughs) that's so mean but obviously whoever wrote that on google Mm -hmm. uh, that's top questions on google that's really sad that that's really bad and then the next one's how to break up well i'm not going to tell you how to break up that's up to you we already had that conversation about well when the relationship's over 
but specifically I'll answer does he love me a lot of the time men are, are afraid of expressing their love or their feelings because society has told them it's not acceptable for them to show weakness whether it be through telling someone they love them crying feeling certain ways about certain things they're not allowed to have passions or all of this which is yeah. utter bullshit I'm sorry the patriarchy just needs to fuck right off but also remembering with the does he love me that there are lots of different love languages so mm -hmm. perhaps his lo love language isn't the same as yours and it's like yeah. if you're not feeling that you should communicate how your love language works or then find mm -hmm. out how his is because perhaps his isn't being like I love you babes yeah, yeah I was trying to pick up words I'm like <laughs> he might they I'm, I'm saying he specifically because that's in the question although it can yeah. apply to other other people I imagine but, men probably search that on google like does she love me does she love me well well that's a whole that's another story for another time but <laughs> the a lot of the time men it is more that men have been like they've been boxed in to believe that they are the, that they need to they need they are the ones who need to initiate that I love you or it needs to be the women who initiate that I love you because it's seen as weak or it's seen as a female emotion when it is yeah. perfectly acceptable for a man to go up to another person male female transgender whatever the fuck to say I love you I have these feelings for you and like yeah. Megan said, it might not be, he might, it might not be as open hearted about that, like that. It might be just be through subtle things that, you know, he walks home past your house every day to make sure you're okay. Like, yeah. or, or they make sure that your favorite flowers are in the house or they make sure that, you know, they adjust certain things yeah. to it accommodate you as that person. Yeah. It's, but I it's do think people need to research love languages mm -hmm. if you are concerned about that. Yeah, because love is not it. Love is not simple. Love is ambiguous, and there's a reason why that it's sung about, it's painted about, it's written about, it's you know made into adult films about on uh, online. You know, there's a reason why it's it it's not defined because there's. Yeah. So everybody defines it in such a different way. See, I'm trying to think what I was trying to search for right now. You know, um, in the Futurama episode where Bender's describing love, that is like mm -hmm. one of the, I need to find it, but it is one of the most like, it describes love for me so much. <laughs> yeah. He, and it's kind of ironic because obviously if you're not familiar with Futurama, where the fuck have you been living for the last 20 years? But Honestly, he's like, he I is can't. a robot. He's someone who is not like an adult, not, not an adult, like human. And incapable he, of feeling he human He looks emotion. differently, but he's processed it enough to understand what love mm. is. Because he says, Bender knows love and love doesn't share itself with the world. Love is suspicious. Love is needy. Love is fearful. Love is greedy. My friends, there is no great love without great jealousy. I love you, meatbags. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> exactly. Bender, although I hate Bender in many ways. Rude. <laughs> I d yeah, I'm, he's my least favourite Futurama character, just saying. But, I love him. <laughs> but he, yeah, he, he's, you know, he kind of sums it up. It's not one, it's not an easy thing. It's not, no. not a straightforward, ah, okay, if he does this, 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 this and this, 
they love me. Yeah. If they don't, then oh, they don't love me. Because for all you know, they don't do these things because because of that love for you. You know? Yeah. It's, again, have the meaningful discussions, guys. Jeez. <laughs> have the discussion. <laughs> search up love languages and search up how relationships change because you go yeah. through different phases. Oh, my goodness. Phases and mm. relationships. And yeah. it doesn't always stay in the puppy love stage. So maybe he doesn't, you think he doesn't love you, but your relationship is maturing. Yeah, exactly. It's moving on to the next phase, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just moving on to the next phase to traumatize you in every way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. We don't about... want relationships to traumatize, but you know. <laughs> and that's about all the love guru stuff we have. <laughs> yeah. We, I think we've outdated ourselves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Although, I just want to put out there, right, whilst we're talking about love, um, special shout out to Will. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to say is uh, thank you to our new listeners, because we have new listeners in new places. Like, yep, oh, my really? God, thank you. You're fantastic. Now we have, like, the UK, USA, Australia, and Germany. Yes. We love you Germans, although I've never been to Germany. I hear it's a beautiful country, despite its history. Um, but, you know, every every country has a fucked up past. My country is no better than yours. So, but we love you. We love you <laughs> listeners. You know? And we do have new listeners in the US as well. We have a whole new state of people. Yes. And it's like, not everyone in, in a state in America is listening, which however much we love. <laughs> But it's like we've got a, a brand new state in America. Thank you so much for listening and putting up with our rambles because we love it. We chat shit all the time, obviously. Yeah. Us, you know we do. <laughs> yeah. But it is really wonderful to be adding new listeners to our podcast. Yeah. So if the new listeners haven't checked out our social media, feel free to check them out. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, Again, thank you for our questions. If you do have any more questions about dating or love or anything under the sun, don't be afraid to email us. We do have our links are all in the appropriate places. And again, I th- I think we've smashed it in terms of so. dating, just crushed it. Ugh. I think you could be a love guru, and I'm just here for moral support. <laughs> See, Graham Norton, give me a show, please. Honestly. Paul, get me on your fucking show. I will rip the fucking shit to shreds, please. But if anybody has problems with anything we've said or doesn't agree, just remember these are our opinions, but we are mm-hmm. open to listen if you don't agree with things we've said. Yeah. We are open to listen to what your opinions might be, because at the end of the day, we're only fucking human. And, yep. you know, we're not saying your opinion is wrong. Or invalidated we're just saying that these are what we feel and it's perfectly okay to have different feelings to us so exactly <laughs> and if and if it does offend you to a point where you literally think about it when you go to sleep then i'm pretty sure you need to find a new podcast to listen to i'm sorry <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah we're not experts <laughs> we're not experts in any way shape or form but hey ho Anyway, I think we should go. I think we should call it up. We should leave I it on that. I think so too. <laughs> because uh, I'll tell you one thing. It's absolutely gorgeous weather in the UK right now. And it um, it's 
very nice and sunny and it's probably the only time this week I'll probably be able to go outside in the garden so yeah <laughs> might have to go outside anyway oh, but just a quick before we go the yes. day this podcast goes up the next day is April 1st everybody watch yourselves <laughs> yep watch the fuck out guys because you will be probably hit with a lot of like April you know, Fool's April Fool's stuff I swear to god if people turn around and say the pandemic's left I'm gonna go and kick some heads in <laughs> yeah because uh, we are still in the middle of a pandemic guys so keep your you know cover your face leave lots of space wash your hands and get some fresh fucking air hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah on that note we will see you next week this has been tea time with me charlie and me megan right bye deuces